All right, welcome back to Visionary Voice. This is episode 16, and today we will be discussing the five components of emotional intelligence and the importance of developing your emotional IQ. So let's get into it. The first component of emotional intelligence is self-awareness. Now, I've talked about self-awareness in earlier podcasts, and it's always your first step. It's always the first thing in front of you. Are you aware of where you're at? Are you aware of the situation at hand, whatever it is that you want to change about yourself or evolve in yourself, it always starts with the awareness. If you don't have the awareness, you won't know where the issue lies and you will not be able to create action steps on correcting it, okay? So self-awareness is defined as the ability to recognize and understand personal moods, emotions, and drives, and the effect of them both on self and others. Self-awareness depends on one's ability to monitor one's own emotional state and to correctly identify and name the emotions being felt. That is extremely important. So when you feel emotions, good, bad, whatever, you need to be able to identify these emotions and know what you are feeling at any given time. So, for example, if you're feeling extremely um, happy and elated, you need to be able to identify that. You need to know why you're feeling this way. You need to know what is the cause of me feeling these positive emotions. So that way you can put your focus on that cause and create more of this emotion. Um, The same thing when you feel negative emotions, you need to be able to identify what emotion is being felt, whether it's depression, anger, resentment, you need to know what these emotions are and what is causing you to feel them or the why. So that way, you know, to take your focus off of those negative emotions and place it on something that you do want. Okay, this is extremely important. You have to have self-awareness. Developing this ability is essential for realistic self-assessment and build self-confidence and the ability to take oneself less seriously. So it comes a point in everyone's life where they reach a certain level of of success. Um, And it can be you can move honestly into a fantasy world. We all create our own individual realities. However, you can't be so detached from what other people are experiencing that you just bulldoze over their emotions. So, for example, if I won the lottery tomorrow and I won like $10 million, right? And all of a sudden I go out and I buy all these fancy cars and a bunch of shit that I've been wanting my whole life. And I know that I have family that is struggling right now, right? Now, it's not to say that I'm going to just send them a bunch of money because I know that they're struggling, but my emotional intelligence will let me know like, hey, if I'm coming around these people, I probably shouldn't be as boastful and as egotistical because I know that they're not doing as well right now. That's emotional intelligence is being able to recognize what other people are going through. It doesn't mean that you put all of your focus on it. It doesn't mean that you feel... um, Like you have to go and just start giving people stuff because people can resent you for doing that. But all it means is just recognizing where you're at in comparison to other people, but not comparing yourself to these people. Just knowing that, okay, I'm blessed. I know that I'm blessed, but there are other people that may not have the same things that I do. And I'm not going to bulldoze their lives or um, come across as an asshole or condescending because they have less than me or not even have less than, but they don't have the same things that I do, okay? That's all it is. So the second component of emotional intelligence is self-regulation. This is the ability to control or redirect 
disruptive emotional impulses and moods. It involves the ability to suspend judgment and delay action to allow time for thought. From a neuroscientific perspective, you can frequently observe this skill or lack of it by watching response times. So, for example, early in my life, I didn't know anything about self-regulation, hence why I was always getting in, getting into situations due to my anger, because I would people would say things and I would immediately react in a form of anger. I would lash out at people without me giving myself a chance to process what is being said or how I feel. So as I matured, as I've learned more about my mind and how I work, I've learned to not react so quickly. Um, honestly, most of the time I don't react at all because by the time you allow the emotion to pass, whether it's anger or whatever you're feeling, it'll go away and you won't even care to say anything. So this is something that I've learned. If you, uh, if you give yourself a, um, a time delay or a time gap between responding to stimuli in your environment, let's say 15 minutes, 30 minutes, you will realize that after that time passes, you won't even feel the same anymore. You might still be a little bothered. You might still be a little angry, but you you probably won't even think of reacting in the same exact way as you would have had you had just immediately responded to whatever was going on. So self-regulation is extremely important. So uh, they have an example here from what I'm reading. I'm on a website, so I'm reading this. If an angry client is in a rapid fire mode, responding to what you say in less than about half a second, then it is very likely that they're not giving conscious thought to what is being said to them. Obviously, those with this ability will frequent, frequently demonstrate trustworthiness, integrity, comfort, and ambi ambiguity. That word is tough for me. Ambiguity and openness to change. All right. So remember, go back to my core values, right? Um, actually, the only one that's on here really is, is openness to change. <laughs> that's one of my core values. But I actually might adopt these other ones as, as core values, like trustworthiness. That's a big one. Do people feel like they can uh, come to you? You know, do they feel like they can open up to you? Are you just going to react if they did something and you don't agree with it? That, that's a big one. Can people trust you with their emotions and with their thoughts? Um, having integrity, uh, providing a level of comfort to someone. Um, all of these, these are extremely important. So maybe you want to consider some of these as your core values. Uh, the next component, the third component of emotional intelligence is internal motivation. So this is the why. I talked about this in uh, the video I did on how to escape your comfort zone. I talked about the importance of having a why. So the internal motivation, okay? Frequently seen uh, within veterinar veterinary professionals, internal motivation is about working with and for an inner vision of what is important, a curiosity and a desire for learning and development, a drive that goes beyond external rewards such as money or status. Your why, your why, your why. <laughs> I can't emphasize that enough. Like, what is fueling you? What is driving you? There is often a strong drive to achieve optimism in the, even in the face of failure and organizational commitment. There, is also, there are also risks, particu particularly in the presence of an undue sense of perfectionism. So the internal motivation, the why, what's gassing your car? Like, what are you putting in your tank? What's getting you on the road every single day or that, that's just an analogy, but like what's getting you to the gym every day? What's making you do that extra set, that extra rep? 
What's making you read one more page in a book before you go to sleep? Like what is pushing you to the next level of you? What is fueling your growth? You have to have an internal motivation. And if it's something superficial, such as money or status, it's probably not going to last that long because most people want that immediate gratification. That ego, your ego wants the immediate gratification. So if it doesn't see it, if it doesn't see the result in a, in a quick amount of time, like it, it's going to quit. It's going to say like, yo, it's not happening the way we want it. It's not happening as fast as we want it. I'm giving up. And that's where people, they get stuck in that loop. And then every time they try to get out of it, the ego reminds them, hey, remember that time you quit? Remember that time you gave up? So it's so important for your why to be something deep, to be something intrinsic, okay? Not something superficial as money or status. I'm not saying you can't desire those things, but your why has to be deeper than that. Because what's going to fuel you after you get what you want? What's going to make you keep going? You got to develop another why. Okay, so that's really big. Uh, The next component, which is the fourth component of emotional intelligence, is empathy. So empathy relates to the ability to understand the emotional makeup of others and the skill to treat people according to their emotional reactions. It it includes skills in building and maintaining relationships with those we come into contact with on a daily basis. So empathy, this is one that... I'm still building on. I'm still learning how to engage with empathy, okay? Um, I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it. Um, Growing up, there wasn't much emotional intelligence around me. I'm going to be 100% honest. There wasn't much emotional intelligence in my household. So this is something I've had to learn outside of my upbringing, okay? And I've, I've typically had to learn lessons through making mistakes, offending people, hurting people's feelings, things like that. And me developing that self-awareness led me to learning about empathy, okay? So if I know, like, okay, I said something and this, what I said, I probably could have worded it differently. I could have taken a few more seconds to, th- to think of a better way to say this. That's empathy. That's empathy. That's me saying, you know, I'm not just gonna be lazy and just say whatever I wanna say and not care how, now sometimes I do need to be that way, but there, most of the time, I will take those extra couple of minutes or extra couple of seconds to really think about what it is that I'm trying to say and try to get it across in a way that will get my point across without offending someone or without hurting someone's feelings. It's, it's just about maintaining a relationship. Like if I care about someone, if I care about my friend, if I care about someone I'm dating, I'm going to exercise empathy. You, you can't be, you can't just expect people that care about you to just tolerate anything from you. Like, that's not how relationships work, you know? So you have to make an effort. This is emotional intelligence. You can't just say whatever you want because you're in a relationship with somebody and think that that person's just going to sit back and tolerate your bullshit. Like, that's, you're being lazy. You're being lazy. Take the extra couple of seconds to exercise some empathy and to really think about how you want to say something. All right. That's all it is. Uh, The last component of emotional intelligence is uh, social skills. So this is also something I'm still working on. I don't I don't think I'll ever master any of these, to be honest. Like, you know, at at some point, you know, we are we're going to die. Right. (laughs) But you're constantly learning new things about yourself and learning new things about people like you. You're going to die and you're not going to be a master of any of this shit. Like, but 
that's not the point. The point is for you to keep going as long as you can and to always remain aware. You never want to just feel like you got all of this stuff figured out and you're just the best, okay? You're always going to be learning. You're always going to be um, in encounters with different kinds of people. Uh, it, things are always going to be changing in your environment. So social skills, this involves the ability to manage relationships, build networks, find common ground, and build rapport. It will often help when leading, when leading change, being persuasive, building expertise, and getting great performance from teams. Whilst complex and somewhat uncertain, emotional intelligence reflects a central set of competencies within what it is to be uh, a professional. So basically, these so, so having social skills is, is a big thing. And in our society now, I've noticed like, so many people are attached to social media. They're attached to their phones. People have lost the art of communication. Like they don't, they're not aware of, of facial expressions, body language, any of these things, because nine times out of 10, if they're trying to uh, give a message to someone, they're going to be texting it, or they might be on the phone, or they might do um, an Instagram video, something like they're not in a position where they have to actually be conscious of how they're coming across to people or what their body language is. So this is a lost art. And I feel like every day, every, like for every new kid that's born in our generation or in this next generation, that's like one less kid with social skills. Like, I, I don't know. I, it just seems like, you know, you come across people nowadays, like they don't, they don't know how to engage. They don't, we don't even know how to embrace each other anymore. So I think that this is a really, really big one. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at this. I'm not saying that. However, I do take it into account how I'm uh, finding a common ground with people, even if we have different opinions on things, if an, even if we have different approaches to things, you know, because even like when you when you work with people, like someone might have a way that they do something, you might have another way, but that doesn't mean that your way is better than theirs. It's just a different way of doing it. So you don't belittle someone because they're doing something differently. Like that's childish, right? <laughs> like just being open to all methods, all practices, whatever people want to do, however they get to what makes them feel good, you have to accept it. If it makes them feel good, it's not for you to judge. This is, this is going to lead me to the next one. I think they should, uh, this should be added to the components of emotional intelligence. So I'm just going to add it myself. I'm going to make this number six. Being non-judgmental. This is extremely important. I grew up being open to all people. I, I had to learn to be judgmental. It was something that was taught to me. And I'm not, I'm not proud of that being taught to me. Like, honestly, I didn't become judgmental until after I joined the military. But my life up until joining the military, I was extremely open to all people. I was extremely, like, I, treated every, I treat everybody the same. You know what I mean? So when I, be, when I started becoming judgmental, I didn't really recognize it in myself because I thought that this is how this is how my environment is. This is how everybody is viewing the situation. So I thought that it, that it was the correct way to be. And it's not. It doesn't matter. You could be in a room full of 10 people and you're the 11th person in there and all the 10 people are being judgmental towards one person. And it's OK for you to not be judgmental just because everybody else is judging someone doesn't mean that you have to do it. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at this. I'm still learning. Like, I'm still learning. I'm, I'm a work in progress. But being judgmental towards people, like, that gets you nowhere. It gets you nowhere. Like, 
people when you when people feel like they're being judged, they're not going to be open with you. They're not going to be honest with you because they fear that they have something to protect. Like they have to protect their egos. They have to protect their position in life, who they are, what makes them who they are. And that's not a good place to be in. I, I know what it feels like to be on the defense. I've been on the defense uh, like majority of my life up until about the age of 25. I live my life in defensive mode. I always felt like I had something to prove. I always felt like I had something to, to be because I, I had to protect my ego. But I'm telling you, like being judgmental, if, if everyone just stopped passing judgment on people, like the world would be perfect. We, like there would be there wouldn't be any wars. There, there would be nothing like we would have nothing to argue over. There would be nothing to debate over because everyone would just accept everyone for who they were. So not passing judgment. That's number six. All right. So the importance of developing your emotional IQ. This is extremely important because if you want to have successful relationships with people, whether it's friendships, acquaintances, anyone you come across, you know, your marriage, like you, you need to know where you're at and you need to be aware of where other people are at. You can't just walk into an environment and just do whatever the fuck you want to do, say whatever the fuck you want to say, and just think that because someone is there in the in that environment with you that they're just supposed to accept it. Like that's not that's working backwards. You're not gonna get anywhere. Like you you and that person will eventually leave each other's lives. So this is all about maintaining relationships and building relationships. And uh you know some people don't care about this kind of stuff. Some people, you know, they're like, yo, look, I'm good with being alone. Like I know someone in my life that feels this way right now. I'm not going to say who it is, but I share blood with this person. I know someone who feels this way. They don't give a fuck about learning about emotional intelligence. They don't care about how things affect others. They don't care how it makes other people feel. They just don't care. And because of that person's mindset and because of their laziness, they're living a life right now of complete isolation. No one really wants to come around them. It's it, That's just the reality. So Either you develop emotional intelligence or you're going to end up being alone. Simple as that. I know your ego doesn't want to hear that, but it's the truth. It is the truth. No one wants to be around someone who's not self-aware. No one wants to be around someone who doesn't listen when, they're t- when other people are talking. That's another one. Like being able to listen. Like when you listen to people when they're telling you things, are you thinking about what you're going to say next? Or are you really taking in what they're saying? Or are you thinking about the next question that you're going to ask them? Like, are you really in the present moment and listening to what people tell you and processing it? This is emotional intelligence. This is important. This is important. Like, I don't like I know people right now who don't know what listening is like. They don't listen. They just I don't, I don't know what it is like you t- you're telling them something and then they change the topic and you're just like, did this person even hear what I just said? Like. That's that's a lack of emotional intelligence. Or if you're talking to someone and, you know, they ask you another question and it's completely irrelevant to what you just said. That's a lack of emotional intelligence. You got to ask yourself, like, are you a good listener? Do you listen to people or do you think about what you're going to say next? This is big. Emotional intelligence is, is something that should be taught in schools, I think. But unfortunately, it's not. And. A lot of people like myself will have to learn it throughout their life 
because this this was something that wasn't taught in my household. Like I didn't grow up around people who had emotional intelligence. So here I am, I'm 27 years old and I'm finally learning the importance of it. And I hope that this episode gave you some type of guideline to um, how you could develop your emotional intelligence and why it's important. Again, don't let your ego play you, okay? Like sometimes I know the delivery is a bit direct. Some of the examples I use may be a little bit extreme, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, if you can get past the delivery, if you can get past the tonality, you can get to the result that you desire. All right. So once again, I thank you all for listening and uh, I'll be talking to you guys soon. Peace.